This is Bijou Noir, and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. And the truth is, while you were talking about the weather, I was thinking about God. The city's not always this cold. God is not always so far. You cannot start a revolution. You cannot start a revolution.
Good evening, Ivaulta. Happy October. And Halloween is only 27 days away. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. Masks on, vax on, and then occasionally waxed on as well, too. Yes, this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's beguiling community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the Stoon Nest on campus. Way down in the lower levels, where right now is a sign of normalcy. The semi-annual poster sale is on and generating long lines, so... Walls will no longer be bare. They'll be decorated with the latest in pop culture. CITR signal, hey, it takes us throughout the lower mainland. It goes up to Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grand, and dipping across the, sail- across the Salish Sea. Depending, of course, on how strong the winds are and if anything else is transmitting on the same frequencies. But our signal also heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. If you have Telus Optic on your TV, you can tune into CITR via your remote and just pick channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and areas that your net ticks you. For some of you, this is the most reliable way to listen live to what's going on here. You just go to www.citr.ca, look for the listen button. It'll bring up the player, and you get to hear the dulcet tones a few seconds later. The Exploding Head Movie Show page on that website contains track listings and downloads for this episode in time, and along with past ones. You also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and that podcast can also be found on Spotify iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your Coven Master for the next two hours, and that is Coven as though there were a whole bunch of witches and not COVID, which we may have heard about in the past year or two. By the pricking of my thumbs, you know that something wicked your way comes. And you should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory GOAT in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. Because last week, if you got last week's elephant, well, you got a nice stable setup for some even more cloven critters. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-487. I hopefully got all the number twos there. If you spell out UBCCITR on your keypad while dialing, then I'll get you through after you put in the area code. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. Of course, give me a few rings to figure out how everything works again, because callers have been limited, and of course, 
But the mask on, you're going to be hearing not too much directly, as clear as I can be. But you can email radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook when that website is operational, which I believe is the case as of this evening. It is under Facebook under its given name. Instagram was also down, but it looked like it was up and running since I managed to post a story about what is going on here. That's a myopic man. And then Twitter kept plugging away, and friends who have not seen log onto that site for quite some time appeared. You can follow me at 100 Air, and I should tweet something out soon to remind people what's going on. So we start off with Bijou Noir. Not only did we get uh, a great plug at the beginning there, at least I am somebody's favorite show. But we also heard a song by him that came out earlier this October from the album Expatriarch. We heard Starts a Revolution. And Bijou Noir is the alias of Augustus Watkins, originally from Minneapolis. But he has traveled around the world after breaking up with the great state where the 10,000 lakes, now based in Los Angeles. And you describe his sound accurately as world-weary electropop. In the background, this is Ricardo Villalobos, the Chilean DJ based in Germany for all these years. This title track, well, this is the title track off last year's Nunachi 12-inch. A couple collab albums have come out since, and a single called Merc, which I need to find. The legendary long-form producer, well-established part of the German techno scene. Something I only get to share occasionally. And of course, talking through. So with October, I told you how many days are left to Halloween, so you can start thinking costumes if you haven't already or have are now dealing already with the supply chain flaws as the world is in the state it is. But what we try to do every year here on Exploding Hit Movies is in the month of October, we focus on horror soundtracks. I mean, they definitely creep through throughout the year. As the days get shorter and the nights get darker, and of course the rain starts coming down, it's naturally time to think when all the spirits are in the air. What we have for you this week as part of the four horror soundtracks that we've selected for you this month, uh, we're going to start off with the Canadian composer Mark Corvin and the score that he did to the 2015 film The Witch. So expect some crazy strings later on. Otherwise, we'll continue talking about the Vancouver International Film Festival this week. It is underway for its 40th edition until next Monday, October 11th, so Thanksgiving. And you can catch it in movie theaters throughout town. I passed by the Vancouver Playhouse earlier this afternoon. And you can see plenty of screenings there. Closer to here, the Hollywood Theater on West Broadway is having events. Otherwise, the Rio Theater and a whole bunch of other places I'll tell you about. And 80% of the films as part of this year's festival is also streaming live through the VIF Connect app. If screenings are sold out and you can't make it to, or if you do not want to leave your home or be in spaces with other people, that's your choice. So I'll talk about two films I want to highlight here. We jostle the mic around as I am working with tabs. For the record, we are not working with a paper copy of anything because we didn't get a chance to. So... Close to home, we have a documentary called Handle with Care, talking about the legend of the Notic Streetball crew, which talks about the immigrants and first-generation Canadians from Vancouver's suburbs that uh, took on a lot of fame 20 years ago as they dealt with high school coaches' casual racism and the desire for oppressive conformity, and they came up with their own streetball team. 
And uh, they burst on the scene at Science World, an NBA-sponsored event. And plenty of tricks and moves. And quite legendary at the time. So this is the world premiere screening here. And you can catch Handle with Care. Uh, along with the VIF Connect app, which will be active until midnight on October 11th. But you can also watch it at the Vancouver Playhouse on Friday, October 8th at 9 p.m. And then the Rio Theater on Sunday, October 10th at 8.30 p.m. And bear in mind, the Rio is a 19 and older venue. Another film to talk about, since we're talking about film horror, there is a documentary called The Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, a history of folk horror. And this is part of the Altered States series, which traces the idea of folk horror, which you associate with films like the original Wicker Man, Witchfinder General, and then recent films like Midsummer, which we profiled a couple of years ago, and then The Witch. So director Kira Lajanis does a deep dive into some of the most parabolic, spiritually resonant, and culturally significant specific strains as she interviews 50 folks assembling clips from 200 films. So this may inspire you to hunt down a whole bunch of rarer films, especially because this is a very British-specific genre, but... Uh, this won a Midnighter's Audience Award at South by Southwest this year and at the Fantasia Fest for Best Documentary. Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched will be screening on the VIF Connect app again. And then Friday, October 8th at 8.45 p.m. at the Rio Theater. All right, let's get into the music itself here. And we'll begin this episode in tribute to the late Richard A. Kirk. And he was a co-founder of the pioneering act Cabaret Voltaire, named after a Zurich nightclub created by the artistic movement called Dada. So the Dadaists, 100 years ago, had a place where they could do their art, which was quite subversive and has a lot of application today. The musical act Cabaret Voltaire formed in 1973. They were a trio for a time. And over the years, they whittled down just to Richard H. Kirk. They broke up in 1994. He resurrected the alias in 2014, and it was still quite active up until his death. Initially, Cabaret Voltaire was a very abstract music concrete thing using DIY electronics and tape machines. Very, very sinister stuff. You can think about early throbbing gristle in that vein. But as post-punk became a thing, they had the melodic part with it, and they definitely got industrial. Then later in the 80s, they got very dancey and poppy, as uh, when they traveled, they discovered new genres of music and feathered, found other sources of inspiration. And it was quite a wide array of music they had come up with and dabbled. And for a lot of folks, they latched on to one iteration and went from there. Now, I'd hope to cover all the various genres of this show, but I'm going to pick at least two tracks here and then a little bit of a side project. So we'll go off the 1981 album Red Mecca. Their third and inspired by touring the United States in 79 and discovering the American Christian right and television evangelists. So this will be Cabaret Voltaire with Split Second Feeling. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies live from the realms of Studio A. Of that radio station, there'll be the assembly line in your imagination factory. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Recovery Voltaire. We started off from their 1981 album, Red Mecca. We heard Split Second Feeling. And then, when it was just down to Richard A. Kirk, off last year's Shadow of Funk, we heard the track Billion Dollar. And Kirk had resurrected Cabaret Voltaire in 2014 since it was available to use, as Chris Watson had been gone since 1981, and then Stephen Mallinder had left for Australia back in 94. And uh, Richard H. Kirk recorded under various aliases. And here's a small sample of almost 40 of them. Agents with False Memories, Count Zero, Fright God, Future Cop Movies, Papa Doctrine, Sandoz, Signals Intelligence, Übermenschlich, and Wiki Wacky. And he occasionally recorded just as himself. And this is the story behind me. This is Richard A. Kirk found on the compilation from last year Virtual Dreams Ambient Explorations in the House and Techno Age from 1993 to 1997 This is Kirk with Ski. Aside from Shadow of Funk final releases as Gabriel Voltaire were two albums this year Decadrone and BN9 Drone There was also an EP that came out also entitled Shadow of Funk And Richard A. Kirk died on September 21st at the age of 65 at the time, from unspecified causes, but it was definitely a shock to a lot of people. And uh, so it goes. Let's get back into talking about the Vancouver International Film Festival here. We were talking about the Altered State series before, and another film as part of that is called Tin Can. Some definite parallels to our modern world in that uh, the story is a global outbreak of an invasive fungus is spreading like wildfire, which leaves victims manifesting macabre growths, and it transforms them. There's a parasitologist that might be making headway in identifying a curie, but then she's kidnapped and awakens in a locked, suspended animation chamber. So this ties into a lot of similar stories as of late, of people secluded and trying to figure out why they're confined. This is a Canadian film directed by Seth A. Smith and Tin Can. He is screening as part of the virtual app, the VIF Connect app. So if you're not willing to go out in the theaters, you can watch it that way. It is also screening tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th at 9 p.m. at the Rio Theater. Please bear in mind that as a 19 and older show. And it is also screening at the Cinematheque this Friday, October 8th at 9 p.m. Plenty of tickets are still available. And do go to viff.org on how to get tickets. You can get passes for some films. You can also get a complete annual pass that allow you access to other things. Another Canadian film screening at VIF this year is Bootlegger. It's part of the True North series. And that's the story of Mani, a woman who's leaving Montreal to complete her thesis. And she heads to the Algonquin community where she spent her formative years, where she faces past traumas and contend with the embarrassment over a rusty Algonquin. 
but uh, there's a bit of a conflict with someone who actually is the title character of Bootlegger. And some other things that happen tied to personal loss, accountability, and alcohol sales. Bootlegger is making its world premiere at VIF, directed by Carolyn Monet. It's in the French and Anishinaabe Moen languages. And it is screening virtually through the VIF Connect app. It is screening tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th at 6.30 p.m. at the Cinematheque. Tickets for that are going fast. Otherwise, tickets are still available plentifully for a screening this Wednesday, October 6th at 4 p.m. at the Van City Theater, otherwise known as the VIF Center. Now, originally, this playlist for this week's episode was going to feature a lot more industrial-inspired music in honor of Cabaret Voltaire. Uh, we had to pare that down a bit based on some stuff, because I will actually talk about some musicians playing at VIF or talking at VIF. But we do have this Detroit act going back to 1981. They're called a number of names. And along with being industrial, they're almost proto-techno here. And this is the point that Detroit was starting to get the cheap electronics that would define them, like the 808s, the 909s, and some other synths. You can find this song on the Do You Have the Force compilation, John Savage's alternate history of Electronica 1978-1982. This originally came out as a 12-inch through the Capriccio label. Here is a number of names with Share Vari. Sorry, 
Redcap Records is an amazing artist-owned and operated record store. Shop from their diverse online music collection and get free shipping within Vancouver and the Lower Mainland with the purchase of two or more LPs. If you would like to further support them through the evolving COVID-19 crisis, you can do so by buying a gift card to use at a later date. Visit www.redcat.ca for more information.
Going back to London, England, circa 1980, with a song off their self-titled album that was Visage, and we heard Tar. You can also find that on last year's Fate to Grey, the singles collection, a special dance mix album. Fate to Grey referring to their most widely known hit, Perfect Cold New Wave Number. In the background. From the soundtrack to the HBO series Lovecraft Country, this is Laura Cartman and Raphael Sadiq with Sundown Town. Lovecraft Country takes the unspeakable horrors that we associate with H.P. Lovecraft's work and then transplants them to the black experience in America in the 1950s based on a 2016 novel by Matt Ruff as the Jim Crow laws meet the supposed town where all the terrors from other dimensions lurk. As three young black folks are in search of one's missing father. And that father was played by the late actor Michael K. Williams in his last television role before his recent untimely death. How did he never win an Emmy Emmy, since he was nominated five times, especially for The Wire? I don't think he was nominated any times associated with that at all. Michael K. Williams passed away last month from what has now been confirmed as an overdose. And Lovecraft Country was set for a second season but was recently cancelled. After just one. It did win two Emmys at the recent Emmy Awards. Best Guest Actor for Courtney B. Vance and Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series. It was one hour long. Raphael Sadiq, former member of Tony Tony Tone, an impeccable soul singer, songwriter, and producer. And Laura Cartman was nominated this year for an Emmy along with Sadiq for Lovecraft Country and their score. They lost to Ludwig Göransson in his music from season two of The Mandalorian. Carmen had won an Emmy last year for the Tools and Tactics episode of Why We Hate in the category Outstanding Music Composition for Documentary Series or Special. And she's also scoring the Kurt Marvel series on Disney Plus called What If. And there's soundtracks coming out weekly through Walt Disney Records. Laura Cartman will be at the Vancouver International Film Festival as part of the Closing Amp keynote. And AMP is the musical side of the house when it comes to the film festival. Plenty of talks by creators dealing with how to work music into media. For her talk, the keynote will be Sunday, October 10th at 7.30 p.m. She'll be talking with VSO President and CEO Angela Eilster regarding the fight for greater diversity and inclusion in the entertainment industry. In-person tickets to AMP are sold out, but an AMP Summit online pass is available for $25 through vif.org. Most of the app stuff is happening this weekend from Friday, October 8th to the 10th, accessible through the VIF Connect app. Uh, it starts off with an opening keynote on Friday, Friday, October 8th at 2 p.m. with Linda Perry, singer-songwriter. might know her from uh, Four Non-Blondes. And then on Saturday, October 9th, well, these next two acts will talk about stages to screens, since they were both pop acts who crossed over to writing music for TV and film. We're going to start off with Dan the Automator, a legend in the hip-hop world out of San Francisco. He recently scored the 2019 comedy Booksmart. Definitely fits in the comedy vibe that way, but I'm going to go back to 2000 here with some of the work he did with Cool Keith. And off the 2000 EP, A Much Better Tomorrow, here's Dan the Automator and Cool Keith talking perhaps about the Christopher Walken film from the 90s. Here's the King of New York. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM, 
Vancouver. Just as corrupt as he is. Look, I'm not gonna justify corruption to you. It's always been here and it always will be. Well, I'm rapping to you about his power, baby, baby. Cruising big time, living the life like Pitcho. Willie Smith, the player, with my hype on a show. Like Cody, the Mac, laying honeys on their back, clocking cheese a week. Your fake pimps hit me speak. Ron low down, checking my watch like Frank Nitty. Police pressing up, let me pay off the city. Controlling your town like Sega do.
Heard Dan the Automator along with Cool Keith with the King of New York. And we just heard the main title from the Apple TV series Physical as done by Isabella Summers, otherwise known as The Machine, from Florence and The Machine. Both Dan the Automator and Isabella Summers are talking at the Vancouver International Festival's AMP series this year. And uh, they'll be joined by Dean D.C. Clarks, who's worked, or sorry, Dean Charles, otherwise known as D.C., who's worked with acts like Raphael Sadiq, J. Cole, and Patti LaBelle. They're all talking at the stages of screens part of AMP this Saturday, October 9th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. And later on in the AMP series, there's the art of music supervision that is tied to theatrical trailers, placing existing songs into Things, and that's from 4 to 5.30 p.m. on Saturday. There's Music BCC Sound Off, tied to local musicians talking about licensing and song placement, and that's invitation only. Otherwise, Sunday, October 10th, they talk about the art of composition, scoring epically from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Since a lot of the films they're making at the theaters right now are superhero films, they're talking about what's involved for that. Participating in that talk... Laura Cartman, who we heard earlier with Lovecraft Country. Then Nora Kroll Rosenbaum from films like Bird Karma, Lenny, and Stockholm, Pennsylvania. And behind me, Natalie Holt. From her score to the Disney Plus series Loki, this is Headless. We profiled more music from Loki back in Exploding Hit Movies 5, 6, 8 from August this year. Also at VIF, it is talking on Sunday about... A masterclass talking about the music for the film Daughter of a Lost Bird. It's composed by Laura Ortman, directed by Brooke Pepion Sweeney. And you can actually catch the film Daughter of a Lost Bird at VIF this year. If you're curious the story, it's about a loomy woman adopted by white parents as she deals with reconciling her sense of identity. So wearing both, unfortunately, white guilt and indigenous anger. This American film is screening at VIF through the VIF Connect app. So if you have access to websites, whether on your laptop, your phone, or if you can connect it to your TV, you can watch it that way. Otherwise, it is screening Friday, October 8th at 6.30 p.m. at the SFU Gold Corp Center for the Arts. And that is the same venue. It will be screening again next Sunday, October 10th at 1.15 p.m. Plenty of tickets are available for that. Getting back into music, Angel Olsen put out a wonderful little EP earlier this summer. And it's tied to her own sort of time in the midst of the pandemic. But it's more based on the idea of walking through supermarket aisles and paying attention to what songs are playing overhead. And uh, she came up with an entire covers album. Not necessarily faithful to a lot of the 80s genre trappings, but... She plays them well, and it almost inhabits what uh, was an essence of a song that way with her powerful vocals. From the EP called Isles, like you'd be shopping in the supermarket aisles. Here's Angel Olsen with her take of Laura Branigan's 
glorious hit from 1982. Yes, you guessed it. Gloria.
the New Testament? I think the New Testament. The question is, Pilate, remember Pilate from the New Testament? What does Pilate? He fiddled well. Yeah, no, well, just a minute. Let me ask the question, then you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilate want Jesus to be crucified? Pontius Pilate washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 Well, tune in every Friday afternoon, 3.30 to the night watch show on Sunday. Well, find a good church. It'll help you. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi, y'all. What y'all doing
You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory on UBC campus. The Imaginist poster sale is still forming quite the line. So if you are hoping for a poster tonight, uh, you should probably get down here already because things are moving slowly. It seems like there's still plenty of great artwork to pick from. And we just heard the Vancouver Act Leathers off of this year's EP, Reckless. We heard Missing Scene. And it's a side project of the Cold Wave Act known as Actors. Maintaining that same Cold Wave sound. And that band actually just put out a new album last weekend called Acts of Worship. And in the background, this is D.N.Tell. Known as James Scott Jimmy Tamborello from projects like the Postal Service Headset and Figurine. From this year's release, The Seas, Trees, Sea. As in the oceans that the forest are able to regard. Here's the Intel with Movie Tears. Let's talk about two more films at VIF as we wind our way to a profile on the soundtrack from The Witch. There's a special presentation making its Canadian premiere at the Vancouver National Film Festival on its 40th anniversary called Red Rocket. Talking about a broke porn star going back to his home in the Texas Gulf Coast where there's a lot of oil and refinery there as he tries to hustle his way through not into beds but also making money peddling weed to oil workers and he finds a girl he wants to make into the next adult film star. Red Rocket is screening at VIF. It is not, for the record, screening as part of the Connect app series. And standby tickets for all these screenings. Tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th, 9 p.m. at the Vancouver Playhouse. Wednesday, October 6th at 9 p.m. at the Rio. That's a 19 and older show. And Hollywood Theater is also 19 and older. And that screening is Saturday, October 9th at 6 p.m. Otherwise, there's a documentary as part of the music art design series called Rock Bottom Riser. Which is balancing two things that is tricky to deal with. Because in 20, as of 2014, an enormous telescope has been under construction at the peak of Hawaii's Mauna Kea. And there's a lot of protests tied to colonialism and then what to do about science as a result of it. So it's a crazy intersection of complicated subjects as director Fern Silva explores the various themes, whether they be earthbound, well deep within the earthbound, and then up in space. Rock Bottom Riser makes its Canadian premiere as uh, Fern Silva's direction is screening on the VIF Connect app. So just go to VIF.org and see how you stream tickets and book there. It's also screening on Wednesday, October 6th at 6 p.m. at the VIF Center as part of the Studio Theater. Those tickets are going fast. It's also screening at the Annex next Sunday, October 10th at 9.15. Okay. Up next, we're going to Duluth, Minnesota, with this act, which consistently rebuilds itself. It is low. They're now down to a duo. And after 2018's highly disruptive album, Double Negative, they've continued on with their new album, Hey What, which keeps on the noise distortion, but I think the songs are finally backing up a little bit. The percussion is definitely way muted. But still captivating listening because they still have the powerful vocals. From Hey What, here's Low with White Horses.
Out of South London, going back to 1980, that was the Normal Hawaiians, and he spelt Norman, Norman, Normal, with an I. N-O-R-M. Yes, because R-M together is a single phoneme. N-O-R-M-I-L, Hawaiians. Off of a recent compilation of their singles called Dark World, 1979 to 1981, we heard The Beat Goes On. Now behind me, this is Clint Mansell, film composer we haven't profiled here in quite some time, so I felt like I needed to dig up something, especially since this fits in with our horror theme. From the 2021 science fantasy horror film written direct by Ben Wheatley called In the Earth, this is Clint Mansell with Hammer of the Witches. We'll get into a single witch in time. I realize I've been sharing a lot of information and talking a lot, so we're going to have to grind things, things here. But I'll talk about two more Canadian films at the Vancouver International Film Festival, marking its 40th anniversary, or at least 40th edition this year. It's part of the True North series, The Boathouse. It's directed by Hannah Cheeseman, talking about a woman who is hired by a music professor. Sorry, her music professor's husband to work as a nanny at Lakeside Cottage. But at some point, that professor actually has gone missing. At some point, it seems like the kids are skeptical of what's happening. The husband is making some inappropriate moves, and then some sort of secrets appear. The Boathouse screens at 
Well, it's screening on the Vif Connect app. So again, for virtual options, you can always stream from home. It's also screening Wednesday, October 6th at 6.15 p.m. at the Rio Theater. And that's a 19 and older venue. And then Sunday, October 10th at Cinematech at 3.45 p.m. Tickets available for plenty of those shows. And then there's a documentary called Co-Extinction. And it talks about the efforts to uh, look at the southern resident killer whales here in the Salish Sea as two filmmakers trace to see what's going on from Vancouver Island to Oregon's Lower Snake Rivers as they connect with activists, indigenous, indigenous leaders, and renowned scientists to understand the fate of the orcas and find solutions to the most pressing of environmental threats. If you think about J-Pod and the killer whales there, what we've been tracking with some of the birth rates as of late, there's hope, but the numbers are pretty dire. Co-Extinction makes its Canadian premiere at VIF. It's directed by Gloria Pankrazi and Elna Jean. It is screening available through the VIF Connect app. And there are also tickets available for at the Hollywood Theater this Thursday, October 7th at 3.15 p.m. All right, we'll head to Winnipeg next with Jay Holy. New album came out called Cry Baby Jay. This track is easily findable on that. Here's Jay Holy with Coltello. Individuals who experienced sexual misconduct as a member of the Canadian Armed Forces or as an employee of the Department of National Defence and or staff of the non-public funds Canadian Forces may qualify for financial compensation and participate in a restorative engagement program. Claims for financial compensation and the restorative engagement program must be filed by November 24, 2021. File a claim. Participate in restorative engagement. Be heard. File a claim at caf-dndsexualmisconductclassaction.ca.
From Saskatoon, we heard the Garys off their new album, Get Thee to a Nunnery, which is now out. We heard R.M. of Wolverine. Looks like they have a show in their hometown playing November 5th at the basement. Definitely want to keep track on what that trio does. And before that, we heard Jay Holy, which I think now is out of Toronto, although confirming it was hard. It's not Winnipeg, but it could be a combination based on the random things that I find. We heard the song Cotello off this year's Cry, Baby Jay. And in the background, this is New York's Bryce Hackford off last year's Safe Exits album. This is Deep Voices. So one of the other series happening as part of the Vancouver International Film Festival is the Music Arts Design Series. I mentioned it briefly with one of the films beforehand. You might see it as an acronym called MAD. And uh, one of the films definitely on my radar It is the documentary called Records. 21 years ago, director Alan Zweig made a groundbreaking feature called Vinyl. And it deals with record collecting and, of course, now has it expanded into a new documentary called records and it's based on the idea of newfound introspection and a sunnier disposition and uh, plenty of vinyl enthusiasts around swirling around the proverbial maxim that music has the power to connect us all instead of focusing on toronto's most intrepid and eclectic lp hoarders records focuses on an updated more balanced portrait of the culture and at this point you think about how vinyl collection has now has its own resurrection, and of course, pricey, and now its own supply chain issues. It's a complicated world. Records makes its world premiere at Vancouver National Film Festival. It is screening virtually through the VIF Connect app. You can also catch it at the Rio Theater this Thursday, October 7th at 6.15 p.m. Plenty of tickets are available there. Remember, it is a 19-year-older venue. Same age restrictions at the Hollywood Theater this Sunday, October 10th at 3.30 p.m. Then there is To the Moon, based on admirers of Christian Marclay's The Clock and Coganata's video essays. So it's based on the idea of an archival supercut with a literary bent following the moon and all the interests that we have had with it. To the Moon makes its Canadian premiere, directed by the Irish director Todd O'Sullivan. It is screaming on the Vifconnect app. You can also catch it tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th at 8.30 p.m. at the VIF Center as part of the Studio Theater. Tickets are going fast, but there's still plenty of tickets available for next Monday, October 11th at 6.30 p.m. in the bigger part of the Van City Theater. If you don't want to listen to Exploding Head Movies live, then you'll go check out a film. Going to Montreal next with the band Sons, and there are two U's in there. I'm not going to say it's a W, because at some point I'm going to confound the spelling of things once we get to the witch, but... Sun's new album is called The Witness. They're down to a trio now. This song you can find on it. Here's Sun's with C through.
Vancouver has a housing problem. Mass evictions. Mass rent evictions. Unfair rent increases. What happened to rent control and protection from unfair eviction? If these or other housing matters concern you, you may be interested in joining the Vancouver Tenants Union. For more information, visit tenantsunion.ca. Off of their Unturable album, simply known as the Unturable album, that was Montreal's Men I Trust with 5 a.m. Waltz. Definitely a different kind of vibe from the Montreal act. Known more for kind of a little bit more of a smoother kind of sound, but wonderful nonetheless. And behind me, this is B-A-R-T-C. Off of this year's Insubstantial as Ghosts album, this is Malleus Incas tapes b-a-r-t-c pronounce it bartic even though it takes on the periodic elements for boron argon and technetium 
It's the alias of Jason Burton. Wonderful modern industrial. We'll talk about more two more films from Vancouver National Film Festival tied to the Altered States film series. Kind of more midnight fare here. This film has the best description I've run into so far for the 40th edition of VIF. Making its Canadian premiere, it's Queen Elise's directed film, Bipolar, which is in both Chinese and English. And it's based on an odyssey, a buddy comedy, whereby a broken-hearted musician and a technicolor lobster travel from the Tibetan capital of Lhasa towards the ocean as this woman decides to liberate a sacred rainbow lobster from its cramped tank, crossing thousands of kilometers. Bipolar is available to stream via the VIF Connect app, and that will be the case until Monday, October 11th at midnight. Otherwise, it is screening in person at the Cinematheque this Saturday, October 9th at 4 p.m. Then there is Strawberry Mansion, American film based in the year 2035, where your dreams get taxed. So, But there's also a back tax required of it, on the more extravagant elements in nighttime fantasies. So, it's dealing with all rare of ramifications as somebody discovers all manners of old archives of dreams and they ain't caught in the cost. Strive Mansion is screening only in person. The tickets are going fast for the screening at the Rio Theater Saturday, October 9th at 4.15 p.m. Talked so long that the next song was already starting to cut in. So, yes. Set to Toronto with Bad Waitresses. Nope, just Bad Waitress off of this year's album, No Taste. You got a taste of what's going on. This will be Manners.
is Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m. Who is this guy? Does he have a name? Does anybody know where he's from? From Parts Unknown. My name's Chris Horrific. I always wanted his character to be bigger than life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is without question the greatest sports and entertainment event of all time. Be a part of it. Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m. The Parts Unknown Show on 101.9 CITR. Sometimes cosmoses collide. Break your fingers. From the Marvel Disney Plus series WandaVision, that was the big hit that came out of that series earlier this year. You can hear Catherine Hahn there, along with Eric Bradley, Greg Whipple, Jasper Randall, and Gerald White. Singing Christian Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez's Agatha all along. Since Catherine Hahn finally got a character worthy of her comedic expertise in that weird sitcom spoof that focused on grief after the most recent Avengers films, be it Infinity War and Endgame, as Wanda and Vision try to live normally afterwards, but start off crazy strong, but then the usual Marvel tendencies slipped in, but still, powerful stuff, and uh, it's won Emmys, and specifically, Anderson Lopez and Lopez got the win for, I didn't even write the category down right, but yes, that was the major missing Emmy that I didn't talk about whenever I talked about the Emmys a week or two ago, because my memory is that powerful. Since I'm juggling things around right now, let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase and download or streaming this week. And a good many of these may be out already since nothing adheres really to the Friday schedule. So you might find these in your favorite record store already or where you find your music online. This list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. So if there's something I'm missing or if you want to get more details, check either of those out. Nothing on the re-release front this time around. So everything here is tied to newer recent releases. And there's a lot of Disney here. 
the TV series Add a Twist Scientist is available as an EP featuring various artists through Milan Records. And The Addams Family 2. And this is the animated version, CGI style. Various artists can be found on the soundtrack through Sony Music Entertainment. Since we're talking about science before, let's talk about math. As Antoni Komaza Lazarkovich provides the score to Adventures of a Mathematician. That'll be out through Movie Score Media. The video game Far Cry 6 is scored by Pedro Bronfman. That'll be out through Ubisoft. The Ghost and Molly McGee TV series soundtrack by various artists is available as an EP through Walt Disney Records. Marianne Fisher's music from I Am Bill Maya is self-released. We're going to be talking a little bit about A24 once we get into The Witch, but their upcoming film is called Lamb. Set in Iceland, scored by Icelandic's Thorarin Guthnason, and they'll be out through Milana Records. Michael Kramer scores Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, and that's out through Walt Disney Records. Season 2 of The Morning Show is scored by Carter Burwell. That's out through Lakeshore Records. And then self-releases are coming out for Andy Fosbury's music from Prototype and Alex Wetson's music from What Breaks the Ice. Those are some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. In the background, this is Mark Corvin from his score to the 1997 film Cube. This is why are we here. Cube is directed by Vincenzo Natale. Low-budget Canadian horror film with a sci-fi hook about people trapped in a series of rooms. And there are doors that lead into other rooms, but some of them are booby-trapped. A solid cult film, though I wonder how it's aged since I last saw it decades ago. And it feels like I should do that soundtrack at some point. But we're going to listen to more Mark Corvin here. Because he did the score to The Witch, a 2015 film based on a New England folktale. The directorial debut of Robert Eggers also wrote it. Also the debut film starring role of Anya Taylor-Joy, whom you may know from the chess-themed miniseries on Netflix, The Queen's Gambit. The Witch is based on true-life reports of 17th century life in early America. And the story settles or focuses on an English settler and his family as they're banished from a Puritan colony and they build a farm near a large secluded forest as weird things happen to everyone. Eggers grew up in Massachusetts with all the stories of the Puritan settlers in Plymouth. He frequented a living plantation museum there as a child, and he took that as a basis to come up with a story. He filmed it in northeastern Ontario, relied on natural lighting, and worked with Mark Corvin. Originally out of Saskatchewan, but based in Toronto. And for the score... Corvin relied on folk songs, mostly purely acoustic instruments, including the Swedish nickel harpa, which reminds me of a hurdy-gurdy, and then the waterphone. He also relied on an instrument of his own creation called the apprehension engine, not only by name, but in sound, designed to produce creepy string sounds. We've profiled Mark Corvin before on another Robert Eggers film because they worked together on the 2019 black-and-white film The Lighthouse. Profiled recently on Exploding Head Movies 482 in November 2019. I'll talk about how Mark Coven wrote the score here. But since the music behind me has stopped, let's listen to music from The Rich. So we begin with What Went We. Thank you. 
From his score to the 2015 film The Witch, which came out as a soundtrack through Milan Records in 2016, we heard Mark Carvin with What Went We. Normally I try to differentiate between the tracks, but the very least I'll tell you, afterwards we heard the short cue here in the woods. Then the percussion came out with the goat and the mayhem. And then we finally heard Witch's Coven with all the chanting there. Mark Coven wrote the film's score with the idea of being tense and dissonant while focusing on minimalism. So, director Robert Eggers, Robert, Richard, I screw this up, Robert, yes, he vetoed the use of any electronic instruments, and he didn't want any traditional harmony or melody in the score, so Corvin chose to create music with the atypical instruments, as I mentioned before, the nickel harpa and the waterphone, and he kept things kind of loose so that Eggers could position music wherever he felt needed, so there's a bit of a improvisation as required. Initial reactions to The Witch weren't big amongst horror fans since there weren't the jump scares that you associate with slasher films and whatever else. Just more of a sense of dread and obviously tied to the idea of grief and pride. But Stephen King was vocal about being a big fan and over time it's picked up a fan base. Especially like with actress Anya Taylor-Joy who's picked up a lot of fame since then. And as I mentioned before with the distributor A24 and films like Hereditary Midsummer. There's now a bit of a prestige horror genre in place as we look at creepy folk tales of old and the dread involved there. Mark Coven's work has been on recent TV series like Them, Covenant, and then Chapelweight. Eggers is working on an upcoming Viking revenge saga called The Northman. It should be out in 2022 and who will reunite with Anya Taylor-Joy. And she's apparently attached to his remake of the 1922 silent, 1922 silent film Nosferatu. That's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it is the Jazz Show with Gamma Walker. It'll guide you to around midnight or so, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. And if you're curious, the poster sales are over for today. I suspect it'll be continue for the rest of the week, so... Less lines. Next Monday, it's Thanksgiving, so we're looking at food-related stuff, and there's been a recent indie horror called Slice, so we'll look at that. Otherwise, then we'll look at Candyman, both the original uh, from 1988 and then the new one, and then The Cabin in the Woods. If you do like jazz music, there is one film at the 40th edition of the Vancouver National Film Festival to bring to your attention, and it is the Toronto film Learn to Swim, as it explores the idea of a seductive, surreal, romantic drama whereby a perpetually impoverished saxophonist, something Gavin Walker is completely unaware of as he's... uh, walking around in crowns and robes and gold rings. Desi now lives in isolation and scrapes by repairing instruments while nursing a jaw injury, which makes playing painful. So it deals with going back in time with the complex romance he has with a woman, the rising vocalist. And it's directed by Tyrone Tommy. Learn to Swim is screening at VIF, both on the Connect app, which you can watch on your computer where you have internet access. It's also screening tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th. 12.30 p.m. in the afternoon at Van City Theater. In the background, this is Return to Forever and off of their 1976 album Romantic Warrior. This is Sorceress featuring the late Chick Corea here on piano, Al Demiola on guitar, Stanley Clark on bass, and Lily White on percussion. And since it is autumn, we'll veer wheel away from horror for a little bit and go back to 1960 with the famous Birdland Sessions with the legendary Bill Evans trio. Bill Evans is on the piano here. Scott LaFaro's on bass. Paul Motion's on drums. And we're going to hear Symphony Sid introduce us 
to Autumn Leaves. Yeah, I've been listening to Exploding Emmys here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. Don't be a dick. Honestly. We have to put bubble zones around hospitals and schools now because some people don't want government control of stuff. And, of course, the COVID numbers are still high. So if you can, please get vaccinated. Stay safe. I will see you when it's turkey time. Right now, we'd like to present to you Bill Evans and the trio. Everybody, Bill Evans, Scott LaFaro on bass, Paul Modian on drums for the next 10 or 12 minutes. In the meantime, you call Jetson, I'm sorry, that's another number. <laughs> Chickering 40095, your favorites. We'll play right up until 5 in the morning. Bill Evans, ladies and gentlemen.